0: Hey, it's Mike and Make Every Media in January of 2022, but we're not quite ready to talk about this year yet. We're still swimming back through the time soup now, towards the second part of this conversation with Michelle Dahlenberg from March of 2017, almost five years ago now.
1: Lots and lots and lots of words were said, none of which I remember.
0: You can hear the first part of this conversation in episode 24 of Make Every Media, which we've linked to in the description. But to give you a bit of a refresher, Michelle and I, back in 2017, we were talking about making a podcast series and putting on a show and possibly making a VR app all about the preservation of local creative spaces, or memories of them, at the very least. You might notice a few bits are repeated from episode 24 for context, but it's mostly new stuff in here, and it's all going to be scored by more music from Scooter Holiday like this track, Time in Quarantine. And here we are, all the way back in 2017, with Michelle Dahlenberg about to make a keen observation about the very nature of observation.
1: When we're documenting, there's a way in which it can be, it can kind of keep things at arm's length. Right. So, if you're documenting, if you're the one always behind the camera or behind the recorder, or whatever the microphone, you're not actually participating as much as you could be, and that's not right. taking in those moments yeah. if we're always recording them. So that's something I think about a lot. Like, do I want to record this? Do I want to take pictures of it, or do I just want to enjoy it? And maybe I'm going to forget it. Like, that's the danger. Is I might. I'm, it's not gonna pop up in my time hop next year or whatever, or in my <laughs> Facebook memories or whatever. It's not gonna pop up because I didn't document it. But that's okay. Maybe that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere in my brain, and I enjoyed that moment. It's fine if I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But then I always I like it when stuff pops up, you know. And it's like, oh yeah, that thing. So yeah. maybe it's okay if we don't document it all. But
0: but I mean, yeah. you're you're right. I mean, like we both, you know, latched onto this as our way to not have to say goodbye to SVT right away. Probably, yeah. you know. Or to not, to not, to like, do, I mean, for me, it is it is detachment in a way, but it's also, and I mean, certainly back in college, it was like hardcore detachment. Like mm-hmm. I was not, I was, you know, I was filming kind of as an excuse to like.
1: To not be fully present.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't see it that way at the time, but like I wasn't present. You know, mm-hmm. I was always thinking about like, oh, this would be a good moment to catch or. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it reminds me of that piece that we've talked about. Was that? Was it a Radiolab piece or a This American Life or something where the person obsessively documented everything and mm-hmm. just alienated everyone? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah I think it's on one, of those, one of those shows. Side note from 2022, we may have been talking about the Radiolab episode, David and the Wire, which is about David Weinberg hearing the Scott Carrier story in This American Life and needing to record his own life. We may have been talking about both. And then there's like Ross McElwee also, who oh, is a documentary filmmaker yeah. who I was inspired mm-hmm. by at the time. And, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, but so it is one thing detaching in one way, but mm-hmm. it's also like activating in another way. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, well, what can we do about something disappearing? Yeah. Documenting seems to be like fighting against chaos and mm-hmm. ruin. <laughs> like yeah. the the only thing we can do.
1: It's also a way to get it out to a bigger audience. I mean watching that video that we just watched that SVT video as I was saying to you it's like it made me sad because I feel like it it preserves those those videos of the shows and videos of people being interviewed preserve the shows themselves and those things that happened in that space but also that spirit that people were feeling at that moment that I feel like has passed a little bit where we were like yeah we're we're together and this place is amazing we got to preserve it and that's you know, that's not where we're at, maybe maybe some some people are but for that space, people aren't it's gone. I mean we're not I drive past that space every day and people yeah. are not um it's not going to be a theater anymore. It makes me so mad every time I drive by. I'm like, that space could still be... I, I loved SVT because I live in the neighborhood and I knew that almost all the time there would be something going on there. It's like Jenny Larson says in the video, she's like, we were. A, it was. it's a hub. And that's what it was. You could go in there anytime and almost always I would see someone I knew or someone I wanted to get to know or I met a new friend or it was just, I can't tell you, I'm sure... Tons of people have this experience, but just how many times I stood outside, leaning up against those metal, you know, bars, and like just chatting with people for hours. Or standing in that parking lot, or in that that lobby, and you know, it's just.
0: And there's no, I've, there's nowhere I've, else like that. There's nowhere that's been like that since since they closed. No. Not, not that I'm aware of. I mean, like mm-hmm. I've been to theaters, but it's never been it's never been like that. Uh, Yet another side note from 2022. I would say the Vortex is the closest thing we've got to something like that these days, especially with the Butterfly Bar and all their outdoor programming. Check it out at vortexrep.org. Okay, back to 2017. this is how we're yeah. dealing with it, is by trying to use technology to mm-hmm. preserve the memory of the space, at least. Yeah. Because like that's, that's, uh, that's the only way that I'm able to deal with the loss, uh, mm-hmm. honestly, is by fiddling away with some project that has ideals to mm-hmm. preserve that space and to document it. I loved the theater community, even in college, so much that right. I couldn't handle it ending all the time. <laughs> and I, that's when I started documenting stuff.
1: You, you know? don't like endings, do you?
0: Who likes endings? I
1: don't know, someone. Yeah.
0: I like endings in movies. I like mm. it. I like wrapping things up in a nice little bow if possible. But mm. endings I think are constructed.
1: And I, I feel the same way. I don't like endings in general either in the, this kind of ending. Is it like not wanting to say goodbye? Is that why it makes us sad?
0: I guess so. I don't like to say goodbye much. Mm. That's kind of why I never finished the documentary. Mm that I was working on in college cuz mm-hmm. every time I looked at the footage I got really sad and I yeah. hated myself more mm-hmm. and that wasn't healthy so yeah. I had to like let it go for a little while you right. know and I try to come back to it every few months and then every few years
1: mm-hmm.
0: until it stopped affecting me in that way eventually right? you got enough distance from yeah. it yeah yeah and I thought I would make it then but then I got a job and blah blah right. blah I like started planning out the chapters of it even like I had yeah. I had it to that point point. and this is just a few years ago that we're talking about now I was really mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna do it <laughs> isn't
1: memory interesting how it's, it's like crazy. the grooves of it yeah. don't run as deep after a while yeah it's like you don't remember the specifics mm-hmm. as much Thank God. Yeah, thank God. In some God. ways, yeah, no, that would be so painful. Definitely, that's the thing. Like life keeps moving on, even as these things are happening around us. Yeah, like yeah. life
0: has just keeps moving on, yeah. and this footage stays where it was. But mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's a lesson, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what the lesson is, <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> because like mm-hmm. because there's the other end of it is we could have like ruined our whole the rest of our svt time by just trying to like record and
1: that was the thing you don't want to do that you want to experience
0: it, it yeah you know, as well it
1: was that thing i was talking about about being in the moment yeah. like how do i process saying goodbye to this space that i just finished performing in and i spent so much time getting to know people and coming to see shows in and not distancing myself from it with that microphone or whatever but yeah it's that tricky thing i don't know yeah you know what You're talking about that kind of, um, documentary debt that you have this old thing, right? (laughs) It makes me think of how, um, I have, I don't know what to call it. No, that's the
0: best description (laughs) of it I've ever heard. It's like, you feel like you owe something to it.
1: I have something like that from college too, sort of. I wanted to make a scrapbook of all the pictures I took in college and I didn't. I dumped, this was before digital stuff, right? Mm -hmm. That's how old I am. Mm -hmm. And you are too, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't have as much digital. Um. So, I just took all these photos, got them developed, and just dumped them in things. So I have an office, I have an office in my house, like how lucky is that? But I can't use it because it's filled with so much crap that I need to go through. A lot of it is old photos. That I have not dealt with And it's like How would I even know How to make a scrapbook Of that stuff Because I'm not even That attached to it anymore
0: I'm glad you brought that up Because a lot of this For me is also like A a matter of sorting Through things Mm -hmm. And attaching Significance and priority To things Mm -hmm. The old documentary That I was working on Was so hard Because Mm -hmm. everything Felt important Mm -hmm. You know I couldn't really Like sort through it
1: That's true Yeah our minds edit it Every time
0: Yeah and I always Related the documentary And my life to like trying to clean a cluttered house. The last like couple of years, especially, I've been working on a lot of systems, learning about a lot of systems, like the right. KonMari method mm-hmm. and the Getting Things Done system, and yep. like all these different kinds of ways to think about doing things and and things stuff. and yeah. stuff Yeah. that like we don't really learn. Yeah. I don't know of many classes that teach you like how to organize. They really.
1: don't. If if they taught people young people how to organize their stuff and how to manage their money i feel like the world would be a much better place like yeah. i would be a much better oh my god person Seriously, if i had known that those two
0: things why are they not focused on at all like, we I took an economics class but we didn't learn, learn about how to, how to balance, balance your, your budget with, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or like yeah. or even like about taxes how to right. do that would have been a yeah. great class this particular kind of organization like organizing our media and stuff has been something that I've been obsessed with Mm -hmm. over the last couple years. This project is also about templating that kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. figuring out the process of How to best to do that. Mm -hmm. How to take all your assets, your media, your photos, Mm -hmm. your videos, your audio.
1: What do I do with that stuff? Just like, what
0: do you do with that stuff? How do you store it? How do you back it up? Right. What are you gonna do with it ever? You know, like I really (laughs) want to know about
1: that because I have boxes and boxes and boxes of photos, and I'm like, do I digitize them? Do Mm -hmm. I put them in a photo album? Like, I have no idea what to do with this stuff, and that's why it just sits there. Yeah. And then what makes me sad about it is that I would love to see the Collage or whatever the cheesy thing I would have made at age 21 22 because I would have organized it in a much different way mm. than I would now, with the experience of you know twenty totally. years later. Like, oh, I don't care about that person, but right. at the time,
0: well, that's the lesson. That's the lesson that we were talking about before yeah. that I forgot. The lesson is to just go ahead and make a just thing. Just do it, even if right? it sucks. Because like, I wish. I mean, I have like some cuts of the early mm-hmm. documentary yeah. that I've dug up, but I mm-hmm. wish that I had gone ahead and just made it with the with my like raw, scared yeah. vo- narrator voice. You know, totally. I wish that I'd gone ahead and made it because you can always refer to that later. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I'm trying to like, no, that is exactly why I'm trying to make a podcast every month. It's great. An episode every month because like it's it better. really doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> like, who cares? It, yeah, the only thing. Yeah, yeah. It's only you'll only not benefit from it if you don't do it. Do you, you ever know? think
1: about what yourself? self in twenty years, will look back on yourself now and wish that you had done? Like so, I think about that constantly. Like, so twenty years from now, I will be fifty-eight. <laughs> That's mm, weird. Mm-hmm. So my fifty-eight-year-old self, you know what? What will she look back on my, th- you know, thirty-eight years-year-old self or my 48 year old self mm-hmm. and say, "Oh man, I wish I would have done that." Right. You know what can I do now? Not that I need to panic about it, but right. like, if I could think of it, like.
0: Well, I mean, planning I've been planning ahead, right? Yeah, Do I've you been, think about that too? I have been. I mean, that's why I'm not doing any theater this yeah. year, you know, because I because every play I said yes to, you know, Drained you. was like a four months gone, mm-hmm. and what was what is it that I'm actually working that I'm working on for me?
1: You said something earlier about how you didn't like things to end. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've told me before also about how you didn't like that about theater it was like we've spent all this time on something and then it just ends so maybe it's just part of a bigger thing about you know that that feeling of wanting things to keep going in some way Mm -hmm. but I would offer also that if we hadn't been in a show together we wouldn't be here, well, so there's stuff that you know. This totally, like that there was yeah. good stuff that came out of it that wasn't necessarily about the show itself. Yeah, right. And I mean, that's yeah. that is the
0: stuff that I'm left with ultimately the from any of those shows. Yeah, yeah. is the relationships and mm-hmm, like the, memories. the the memories as long as they last. Yeah, you know. But my brain is. You know. Yeah, you were trying to get me me to say
1: lines from the show that we were in, and I, I don't think I can remember one line. (laughs) My brain just doesn't have space in it for old, old lines anymore. No, yeah, don't
0: know. Well, but I mean, that's a part of the like I've sort of freeing from the uh, GTD, getting things done uh, system. Is that like uh, uh, the the idea that the brain can keep all that stuff is insane. Mm -mm. Like, let it go. Like, put it, put it someplace. Capture it all. Yeah you know, yeah, we don't get it. a system, like yeah. trust a system, but then once you've gotten it out of your brain, then you can forget about it and use your brain space right. to process mm-hmm. like the more prescient or <laughs> yeah. current stuff. Another quick side note from 2022. That means I've been trying to figure out how to get organized digitally since at least 2015. That's seven years. Uh, some of this is also the beginnings of what I'm calling grief hoarders these days. More about that later. It's true though. The ephemeral quality of theater has driven me a little crazy and i've been doing it for like 12 years straight yeah. you know and i feel like yeah 20 years from now me was looking back at me doing all these shows and was like but what do i have <laughs> what do i have now like yeah. the, those people have moved oh, yeah. or they've moved on to another life you know mm-hmm. <laughs> or the relationships like maybe lasted for a, a good long while but mm-hmm. like and i mean look at my college stuff now like I do still have those relationships. I'm still friends with a lot of those people, but it's definitely different. Mm -hmm. There's something that we'll never get back, like that moment when we were all together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's hard to explain. So I work with college students. I teach college. And I I try to explain that to them. They're so caught up in, this is so stressful, and this is hard, and, and I'm like, but you're in this moment, but you can't appreciate it until it's gone. That's the thing. If someone would have said that to me, I would have been like, whatever, you know, we appreciate this. I'm like, do you don't even know what stress I'm yeah. going through right now? But I, and then I think, well, Michelle, appreciate every part, every stage that you're in, in your life. Mm-hmm. Someone said that to me, Michelle, you're in your late thirties. You should really, this is like the time of life. I'd be like, what? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But, but every time is like that, right? We should, we should just kind of yeah. Notice it, I think I think about the theater things a little bit differently. Mm. Like it's and I spend a lot of time not performing, and I've mm-hmm. gotten back into it in the past couple of years because I missed it so much. Mm. So I don't know if that will happen to you. I don't know. I'm maybe, certain that it will. Like
0: yeah. I, I'm an addict. You mm-hmm. know, I will never not want to perform. Yeah, like,
1: and you're not not performing. No, right? you're doing yeah. performing.
0: I'm trying to to do. I'm kind of doing them for. For future me, mm-hmm. you know, these ones I'm trying to do in a different way that, uh, that hopefully will last a little bit longer, mm. or that I I want to I want to try to get a film document that I'm not ashamed of, you know, or yeah. that like is shot well, yeah, and lives up, stone. you know, and has audio yeah. that doesn't sound echoey, and uh, <laughs> ec- yeah, and and to podcast the shows and
1: yeah, you're just thinking of them in a different way. I'm
0: thinking about them in a different way. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think for me, the theater stuff, I'm okay with it. Only lasting a short time because I I think I've been doing it long enough that I just expect it so I don't feel disappointed when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decide as I'm doing it, what do I want to take? I think I'm just thinking about this out loud, but mm-hmm. what do I want to take with me from this? So I did the avant-garde theater show, and it's like, what do I want to take with me from this? Okay, we might form a troupe. Great. Or I, I got to think more organically about improv and i'm going to take that into the next show that i do so i'm kind of like what what skills do i learn from this what did i get better at what relationships do i want to keep you know pursuing so that's sort of how i'm thinking about it Mm -hmm. i can understand what you mean it's like what do i have to show for it yeah and i'm thinking about that like i'm trying to put together my website and like okay i've been doing all this improv stuff what do i have to show for it that someone could see online? photos Photos. Mm -hmm. i have photos Mm -hmm. yeah um, but yeah, there is that thing of like, I wanna make some product or mm-hmm. something that, that is tangible.
0: And here in 2022 again, Michelle has now released several audio stories to the world and she's always working on more and we'll be sharing links to all of her pieces on our social media over the next few
1: weeks. I have a piece coming out in KUT about Herman the Singing Plumber so that should be airing really soon.
0: That was Michelle in March of 2021 talking about some of the pieces that are out now. You know, back in July of 2021, about five months ago, when I started working on this very script that I'm reading to you now, I thought I was gonna just put some finishing touches on this episode and then finally be done with this conversation from 2017. But I swear, it's like the conversation that just keeps on giving. There's still more of it that I wanna share. There's probably a part three of this whole time soup thing. Honestly, after spending so much time with this one interview, I can almost see the thread again from 2017 the plan that we had for the preservation station series I can even still imagine stringing together a series of episodes on that thread I mean we had at least three or four interviews with theater groups from back then that were never aired that I remember being pretty good I think and I'd love to catch up with all of them now and see how they're doing in all of this And I would still love to review all of that much older footage from my documentary about The Broccoli Project from 20 years ago, at the turn of the century. Maybe even share some of it, finally? If it still even means anything at all to me? Is this all still just my inability to say goodbye to the past? It better be something that is going to nourish you, because you're going to be with it for a long time. There you go, there's a piece of it, I did it. I played some documentary footage. You need something from it yourself. There's something you need to learn about. There's something you need and Making the film is a way to get it. See, I'm doing it. I'm finally sharing the footage. Rhythm is awfully important. Those are all clips of Michael Rabiger that I filmed for a 2003 documentary that is still in progress. progress. Just to clarify, I did not end up doing an episode a month back then in 2017 or in 2021. I've never actually been able to do that kind of thing, aside from short bursts with plays and various improv groups. Life has always found a way to get in the way of any kind of real consistency. But I've done a podcast a week for clients before. I know it's possible. I've just fallen into that role of the cobbler with no shoes or with bad shoes because he doesn't have time to work on his own shoes or whatever. But then, last year, around August, around the time of the rise of the Delta variant in Austin, I dug myself into possibly the most consistent artistic routine I've ever had. Broadcasting weekly on this platform called Twitch. For 21 consecutive Mondays, almost half a year, I played music live on the internet. It was make every Monday music and media, and it was kind of an enlightening experience for me. I grew a little audience, and I had a fair amount of interaction with that audience. It's much easier to interact when they're chatting at you live. No offense, of course, to our wonderful podcast listeners. But then we became a Twitch affiliate suddenly, and things got kind of exciting over there, and I kind of fell in face first into the Twitch ecosystem. I expanded my broadcasting schedule to include play along Sundays, where we talk about and play old video games with friends. And then we expanded to Wednesdays with virtual reality interviews and tours of the metaverse. And then to Fridays with Potty Mouth Guitars, where we're building a guitar building Show with our friend Earl Pottymouth Arbuckle. And then, whoa, okay, that's a lot of days of the week that I was streaming on Twitch. And we were still kind of a long way away from turning a profit over there, but it's so engrossing. It's a little bit of theater, a little bit of improv, a little bit of filmmaking, and coding, all wrapped up in a totally documented nugget of media, so of course I love it. I've just been excited to finally be making a tangible thing every week. It just felt good, even if it was a little unwieldy sometimes to keep up with. But it's January 3rd now, 2022, and we did over 40 shows on Twitch last year, and I'm definitely not saying I'm done with streaming cold turkey like that, but I am trying to take a step back for a moment and figure out how to get this podcast feed back into my publishing cycle again. I want to finally do the thing where we publish podcasts regularly here, at least one episode a month. And I think we can do it if we just focus. A lot of our streams last year were even recorded with the express purpose of being podcasted, like Steal Every Media and "Genderbots" and Grief Hoarders. But then the pull of performing live on Twitch just ended up getting in the way of ever actually editing those episodes for podcast form. Well, no more. This is the year we find the time to edit and release episodes of this podcast regularly while keeping our clients and cats happy and finding a couple more clients and also not totally dropping the ball on our Twitch, YouTube, and Patreon subscribers. Step one is publishing this episode for those Patreon people we just mentioned. Beth, Ken, Steve, Paul, thanks for sticking with us through the holidays. Here's your early episode and please let us know if there's anything we can do to make your patronage more comfortable step two is publishing this episode to the rest of the world a few days later on soundcloud spotify apple podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts step three find out next time on make every media follow along at twitch.tv make every media to catch all the live streams we'll still be doing at least one stream a week on fridays high noon potty mouth guitars and the occasional music monday or you can now subscribe at youtube.com make every media to catch the highlights and let us know if you need help making your media podcast app or virtual conference There's There's always room for more media. Even if you just think you might want to make something, but you have no idea what or where to get started, we can help with that. Actually, I'm giving a talk specifically for you this Tuesday, January 11th at 7 p.m. Central, called How to Make Every Media with Free and Open Source Software. It's for the Austin chapter of the Electronic Frontier Foundation. You can find out more at makeeverymedia.com or just stay tuned to those Twitch and YouTube channels. Thanks again to Scooter Holiday for all the music in this episode, including this track, Discovery. Listen to more at scooterholiday.com. Happy New Year's and see you next month and every month for more media-making mischief from Make Every Media.